let me tell you a secret. No parents really know what they're doing, but we can help each other figure it out. Welcome to Parenting Simplified with me, Rochelle Martin, the CEO of baby product brand, Alex Cynthia. Here we share stories and practical life advice to help you along your parenting journey. Because I know that being a parent of any number of children isn't easy. Parenthood is hard. Momming is exhausting. And despite that, we wouldn't change it for the world. On today's episode, we're talking about how to avoid parental burnout as a new mom or dad. Hi, on today's episode, we're talking about how to avoid parental burnout as a new mom or dad. Many new mothers feel like they're running on fumes, like they're just one or two chores away from sputtering out. It's a feeling that has only increased for parents since COVID-19. Researchers at Ohio University found that a staggering 66% of parents are experiencing parental burnout. In this study, burnout was defined as a level of chronic stress and exhaustion that overwhelms a parent's ability to cope and function. Well, as you might expect, females were more likely than males to have parental burnout. 68% of females reported burnout versus 42% of males. Today, we'll explore four methods of increasing energy levels and reducing feelings of parental burnout as a new mom or dad. So my first suggestion that we're going to talk about today is going to be taking short recovery breaks. As mothers, we feel we need to spend every spare childless moment on something productive, but there will always be deadlines to hit, dishes to clean, and meals to prep. You need to take a real break. Build a few 10-minute slots in your day when you can clock out of being a parent. Here are a few examples of good and not-so-good ways to spend a recovery break in order to get the most out of your time. Not-so-good examples. Check your email. Clean your house. Review your work calendar. Run errands. Or just scrolling on social media. Let's talk about the good. Eating a healthy snack. Listening to music. Meditating. Sipping some tea or cocoa talking to a friend or family member, or walking just ideally outside. Keep in mind that taking a break from your parental responsibilities, technology, and work may actually cause a temporary uptick in anxiety. However, it's important to remind yourself that letting your mind and body relax for a moment is not only okay, but it's essential. Number two, let's reduce our commitments. If you feel it's hard to say no, you're not alone. A 2019 study found that three in five people agree to accomplish more than they can actually do in the time that they have available. Further, one in three say that they always have more tasks than they can actually get done. Being overcommitted leads to stress, anxiety, and feeling of defeat. Therefore, breaking the habit of saying yes is vital to reducing parental burnout. Here's how to limit your commitments. I now understand the need to say no. It has only helped me do more than I want to do. I was always a people pleaser, and I said yes to everything that was asked of me. So for example, when a friend or a family member or worker asked me to go do something, I never knew how to say no. Now that I started saying no, I'm making it a priority in my schedule and saying no to things that I simply just cannot do. This has become a habit, and this simple strategy has helped me achieve more of what I want to do in my business with Alex Cynthia, with my kids, and life than anything else. Say no. You need to also add everything to your calendar, so let's block out that ample time for all of your tasks, from grocery shopping to yard work. 
If you don't have another slot on your calendar, then don't commit to another task. Next, you really need to re reprioritize your commitments regularly. So decide what is a must do, a should do, and a could do. I would put those in three categories on a piece of paper. Knock out every must do early in your day and plan should do and could do's in the afternoon and then the evening. And then finally, break apart those big tasks. So instead of saying clean your house and adding that to your to-do list, why don't you add something like vacuum the living room or scrub the shower? When you break big tasks into smaller pieces, you'll feel a greater sense of progress and reduce feelings of being very overwhelmed. Number three would be complain the right way. Say that again to ourselves so we can hear it and know it. Complaining the right way. You're constantly complaining is not only unproductive, but it can also increase symptoms of depression. It's one of the reasons why psychologists recommend creating a gratitude list as it increases positive emotions. However, a little complaining can go a long way. Research does show that it can actually foster deeper bonds within our social circles and help us process stress and frustration. So in order to complain the right way, you need to know that there are basically three ways to blow off steam. Venting, problem solving, and dwelling. Venting to people allows them to know how you feel. So this practice is essential to reducing parental burnout. Using humor during the venting phase can be especially helpful. Ultimately, blowing off steam can lead to increased happiness and the generation of potential solutions to your problems. However, it's unhealthy and energy draining to obsess over problems. So unfortunately, the more you dwell on your problems, the more it becomes your default communication method. Basically, the best plan of attack is to let people know how you feel through venting and then collaborating with them to find a solution. This communication can occur between you and a family member, friend, or counselor, therapist. Our final tip in how to avoid parental burnout as a new mom or dad is to nourish the mind and body. Eating clean, exercising, and practicing mindfulness can make a massive difference in how you experience parental burnout. While a sweet treat and a salty snack can provide some relief here and there, you'll want to do your best to avoid foods that can make you crash, such as white bread, cereal, that alcohol, wine, sugary, or sweetened coffee, um, energy drinks, fried food. Essentially, anything packed with sugar and artificial sweeteners, seed oils, and processed carbohydrates will result in a hard crash. Instead, let's opt for foods with high protein, fat, and fiber. You'll feel better and have more energy. Next, get your body moving. Daily exercise doesn't require special equipment or even that much time. If you're feeling wiped out and overcommitted, keep your fitness routine simple. Just walk. Researchers at the University of Georgia found that inactive people who commonly complained of fatigue could increase energy levels by 20% and decrease fatigue by as much as 65% by participating in regular low-intensity exercise. Yes, walking does count as low-intensity exercise. So you might ask, where do I find the time? Well, I find myself saying that for a few years after I had Alex and Thea. Then my children started preschool and a group of like-minded moms all talked about the same issue. So we gathered together and decided to walk two to three days a week directly after drop-off. 
It became so easy to wake up, drop my kids off at school, walk with other moms, have a conversation, and not even realize that we were exercising at the same time. This exercise personally gave me more energy to get the work done for my business and to be a better mom. Joining a gym with a few moms and friends is also very encouraging, and classes can be done on your lunch break. You can find the time if you just figure it out in your day. Lastly, let's find a mindfulness strategy that works for you. So whether you try breathing exercise or start a gratitude journal, a growing body of research shows that mindfulness can help with anxiety, stress, and depression. I found that pulling out my phone and quickly jotting down thoughts in the notes section has worked wonders for me. I was forgetting a lot, and now I remember so much more, even than before children, that I just pull out my phone and write down everything from my grocery list to what I need to do on Monday through Friday. Now, being a new working mom is challenging. The demands often feel like they're stacking up faster than you can take care of them. So to recap... Avoid parental burnout by taking regular breaks, reducing your commitments, letting people know how you feel, and nourishing your mind and body. Furthermore, make sure you have the right tools for the job. At Alex and Thea, we have designed a collection of products that help simplify parenting. Join our newsletter to be alerted as soon as our bags and accessories come to launch. Until next time, love those little ones. Parenting Simplified is brought to you by Alex and Thea, our woman-owned business, which creates functional, fashion-forward baby products and accessories that make life easier for you, busy parents. Our signature product is the Althea Backpack. More than just a diaper bag, our parenting backpack can serve as a booster seat and changing table, while it's also waterproof and features a charging port. We hope you'll check it out. Once again, I'm Rochelle Martin. If you've enjoyed listening, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to get notified about the next episode. Or just tell your parenting circle and friends about our show. Until next time, love those little ones, mom and dad. You are rocking it.